ghost. I thought you were going to say, I'm an orphan. <laughs> no. Which is almost offensive. <laughs> That's why I wasn't going to say it. No. Welcome. To. Bienvenidos. What? That's welcome in Spanish. Oh. Like this movie. Oh, I didn't catch what you said. What? <laughs> um, Who told you the name of my grandma? It's true. <gasps> Don't eat that. He's eating glass. Oh, should we get coasters? No. Munching on, munching on, broken glass. Um, we're talking about the orphanage. Hi. <laughs> Should we just start over? No. <laughs> <laughs> Leave uh, it all in. This is Halloween. It is a horror movie podcast. I'm Kira. I'm Cody. <laughs> and we're talking about the orphanage. Yes, the, not, not the orphan. I think that's just called orphan. Not orphan. Is this? But this is called the orphanage. El, it's called El Orfanato. That sounds right. El Orfanato is the Spanish title. It is a Spanish film from 2007, directed by J.A. Bayona. Bayona. He is actually kind of handsome. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so funny. Wait, his real last name is what? Bayona? Yeah, spelled B-A-Y. But also B-A-E, maybe. Oh, my God. And who else was a part of this film? Um, I was produced by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Recent Oscar winner. <laughs> For the shape of water. Yeah, more like the nap of water, am I right? It's, oh. it's fine. It's fine. The shape of naps. I'm taking the shape a nap. of sleeping. The shape of sleeping. It's usually in a fetal position. <laughs> um, so the orphanage. This was this this was my first this was my first time watching it. Oh. I saw it years ago, like when it first came out. And I remember being scared and loving it. And then watching this, I was like, this is kind of goofy. But then by the end, I was crying. So what does that tell you? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to get upset at the... I didn't want to get emotional at the end. Oh, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't want to get sad in the moment with the children. But like for a very... Like I'm talking a hair of a second. I was like, oh, this is nice. Like I felt... Some of the icicles melting. They knew what they were soul. doing too. Yeah, but that and that's like why dead children talking about Peter Pan. Why, and that's why I didn't want to Jesus give into Christ. it. You know? Yeah, you were like, I will not give in to your sly tricks. <laughs> I hear J-A. the music swelling. I'm not gonna give in. It's like when Hamilton first came out, and like the ending of it is, you know, the orphanage, and it's like literally everybody just starts weeping Wailing. at that point. <laughs> Zach pointed out he was like. <laughs> He knows exactly what he's doing because he put the word orphanage, like, could be the saddest word of all time, with, like, this tender melody. On, <laughs> so a, very, like, on like a high, sweet orphanage. note. Yeah. Simone, that yeah. little boy had, did have very cute, like, very sweet eyes. When she's later describing yes. him as having, like, big, bright eyes, it was good casting. Usually in horror movies, Great. children are annoying. No, not, not this, so much this one. Time. Even when he was, like, back sassing her, which, you know... Led to her slapping him. Um, he still yeah. was doing it. <laughs> that scene was, uh, ouchie. He knocked that cake up right out of her hand, man. Who knows how long it took her to make it. But no, please don't slap your kid. I don't know. Don't do it. You have big villains. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't know what's right. <laughs> but maybe don't hit them too hard. Oh, has there ever been a movie, like, where kids talking to or having an invisible friend was, like, a good thing? <laughs> Not even a horror a movie, just a thing. movie. Right in. Let us know. I know you're asking me, but yeah. I don't have an answer, so I'm going to ask the listeners. Because the movie starts with this woman <sighs> named Laura, her son, Simone, talking to an invisible friend, and they're like, oh, honey, ha, ha, ha. She's, oh, they're outside. Let's open the door for them. Right. Which... No, no. No, no, no. But also, they're your friends, Laura. You don't even know. Also, like, throwback. Right. Only true late 
70s kids will understand? I don't know. Late 70s, but looks like maybe it's the- 60s, but it looks like it was the 1812s. <laughs> 1812s? The whole decade of the 12s. <laughs> Just that very specific decade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the 12s. So Laura, our protagonist, she grew up in an orphanage, mm-hmm. and then when she's an adult, she decides she wants to live there forever. Yeah. <laughs> she buys it, and it is her house, her old orphanage house. Which she does want to turn into an, another, a new home for yes. some kids uh, who need... Um, special needs. Yeah, special needs children who basically, you know, need to be taken care of. So, I mean, at least and, she's bringing that shit back around, maybe. Right. They were like, we want to have it be like five or six kids at the most. So yeah. Like very specialized, intention mm-hmm. focused, which is good. Yeah. It's good planning. Good job, Spain. Wow. 20 fucking points to 20. Laura. What's 20 in Spanish? I took French, and I barely remember how to speak that. <laughs> I think 20 in French was V-I-N-G-T. V-I-N-G-T. Eh. And then it's like v Oh, that's felt this 21. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> but it looks like you were saying, fuck you. <laughs> Bam. Um, balance. Speak with your tongue is French. Just stick it out the whole time. Oh, so Simone, their child, yeah. is adopted. Oh. Much like Laura was. Yes. So, you know, positive cycle. Absolutely. Except they did not tell him he's adopted. Yes. And also have not told him that he is apparently HIV positive. <laughs> Which, wow. listen, I'm not a parent, and it was a different time, mm-hmm. but I feel different, like... Different place, different place, different, different time. place, different time, and I, I feel like withholding information like that from your kid, once they are able to walk and talk and have a sense of self, is like asking mm-hmm. for trouble. Maybe that's right. not correct parenting. I don't know. I don't know how to raise a child. I no. never will. <laughs> don't plan on it. I, my thing, and now that we're talking about it, I suppose in a fucked up way... They probably didn't think he was gonna live that long. That's and maybe very they were like, "Let's just like let him have a good time life." Period. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I remember when I watched it the first time when they said HIV positive and like this is I was I was much less enlightened. I was also was younger and it was a less you know STD friendly and um, HIV you know aware time period. Yeah, aware to like the realities of the you know virus and how you can live with it. Mm-hmm. I immediately was like. Oh no, he's dying. Yeah, like <laughs> when I watched this movie, you 15. go to yeah, and I have oh, a feeling maybe the so. filmmakers wanted you to feel that way mm-hmm. because later they're like, he's like, "Am I gonna die?" And she's like, "Not for a long time." <laughs> it's like you told him so much about the truth, like give him the whole everything. You know what I mean? It's, Be specific. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. He's five, isn't he? I don't know why I know that. No. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> um, Cinco. No, maybe it's just five friends. I can't remember. The number five seems important for some reason. I just feel like if you're teaching him, if you're withholding the information that he's adopted and he's HIV positive, you're kind of implying that this is something that should be kept secret yeah. and could bring about like shame or oh, well, yeah. something in mm-hmm. the child. I don't, I don't know. I am, again, not a parent. Right. But like, um, listen. Schmobuddy's Schmurfect. Am I right? Who's Schmobuddy? <gasps> you know her? I want to take notice, because you mentioned it's kind of a goofy movie, and it is, and I think... <laughs> An extremely goofy movie. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> He's in this. He plays... <laughs> he plays Tomas. He's the truck driver who hits the, the nanny. <laughs> Goyor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, actually, okay, so you brought up that scene. I want to talk about that scene for a second. I took a screenshot of this. When she gets hit, 
everyone's rushing over to check on her. But if you look in the corner of the screen, some dude is dressed as Santa Claus. Because I guess it's supposed to be winter. Mm-hmm. And he's just standing in the back. Hey. Of, of the, on the other side of the square, not moving, not caring, and a lady has been hit by a truck. So that's already kind of weird. He knew it was coming. He's Father Christmas. He <gasps> knows everything. He made it happen. He liked the fate. Oh, man. I know in certain European countries, very negative character in, around Christmas time that uses blackface, and I'm pretty sure for a split second you see someone portraying that character, and we can go back and I think it. I saw the two, but he was like not wearing the hat. It was just yeah, like, he wasn't wearing the hat. <laughs> it's for half a second, and I was like, oh, Christ. So I remember I saw Santa before, and I was like, that's funny, LOL. I took a screenshot, and then when I was watching the same scene again before uh, John's, I saw noticed his friend just chilling in the crowd, and I was like, oh, right. Oh, no. Oh, this is where we are. Is that still a thing in 2018, the Arab roller? I don't think so. I'd like to, <laughs> I don't think so. I'd like to think it's not. But, I mean, that made me a little shooketh. So, yeah. Father Christmas and his racist friend. Hey. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I loved when they're having the, they have a gathering of potential children that they could bring onto the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they have like a beginning. carnival almost. It's mm-hmm. like, it says, bienvenidos. What are they doing? They're wearing... The spookiest masks imaginable. It's like paper mache mm-hmm. <laughs> deformed animals. It's, you know, and I was like, it's not even like, oh, maybe they had them made, like, maybe they just made it that yeah. day. No, because that would have taken hours. Like, they were in a rush. They yeah. showed up with that, so. I, they also pulled those. them out of the trunk, so it's like, maybe they found them in, like, the basement of the orphanage. Ooh. Let's put these haunted asbestos masks on her yeah. faces. Oh, my God. Come on, kids. With Breathe in deep. lipstick, like, in the back of it. Ew. Let's talk about our good friend, Tomas. Yes. So, Simone establishes he has a lot of imaginary friends, and that's totally fine. And he meets a new one named Tomas when they go to the cave. Mm. So, which is Right, because they're like, they're, the orphanage is like on a beach with a cave that you can only access at low tide. But like, fun. Fun. Spooky. Unsafe. Very unsafe. And so, they're heading out, and Simone says, I'm leaving seashells so Tom- Tomas can find his way to our house. And the parents are like, okay, cool. I'm like, whatever, you dumb idiot. <laughs> dumb fucking kid! And uh, so when, uh, what is it? There's like a knock on the door, and all the seashells are there, and it's all leaning out. And then it sounds like someone goes upstairs and then closes a the door into like the bathroom or something. That sounds right. That happens, and I just don't understand, like, if we're implying that, like, he's kind of taken over that space because that's later where he sees Laura and, like, attacks her. It's just, some of those things, moments didn't make sense to me. I, I was similarly confused as to why he attacks Laura and then uses that seemingly as an opportunity to hide Tomas. I don't know. Yeah, like, is it's this like, part of the game? Like, Right, because it sets up this malevolent game that the children are playing, this hide-and-seek game. Mm-hmm. Just to jump ahead to the end, because what eventually happens, if you haven't seen it, humongous spoiler alert, mm-hmm. she loses her son, Tomas. At one night, they hear, like, a crash in the basement, and they mm-hmm. think it's, like, ghosts. Right. Tomas, they hear this noise in the middle of the night, and later, way later at the end of the movie, she goes and she is granted access to the previously hard-to-find basement. Right. Which is the home of um, Tomas. Sorry, I meant she, she loses Simone, her son. Tomas, this ghost child wearing mm. a spooky sack mask, they call it. It's such a great... That should be a it's drag a name. I'm sorry. Sack mask. <laughs> <laughs> sack mask. No, it doesn't work. But yeah, that is a great mask. It definitely is uh, good. It's you, very spooky. Yeah, um, gets the job done. 
I also like that they were like, his face was too hideous to be seen. So we gave him the world's scariest mask. I mean, like, I know he made it, but also like, oh my God. How is this easier? Um, <laughs> Good point, though. She finds the body of Simone downstairs, and he has mm-hmm. fallen to his death. The crash they heard was him falling off the stairs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. dying. You know, yeah. broken neck, whatever. So, I don't know if I missed something or... So... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know either. Simone gets lost at the party. Yeah. They can't find him. She sees Tomas for the first time. Mm-hmm. He ends up locking her in the bathroom. Right. They never find Simone again. And presumably, Tomas led him to the basement where he fell to his death. Okay. But Tomas is a benevolent character. Right. And so are all the other children. Mm-hmm. They were victims of child abuse and mm-hmm. murder. <laughs> the ultimate child Murder. Abuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that funny or bad? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I just like the way you said it. I'm sorry. So what's the deal there? Like, why does Tomas right. lock her in the bathroom in the first place? That's what I mean. And he, like, slams the door on her. And then even to... Maybe and, he's supposed to be playing, but... But even at the end when they all are like, come play with us forever. I I, I was joking. I was like, no, you fucking hit my kid <laughs> on me. No. You yeah. made me act like a crazy person. I'm not taking care of you. Like, I would have been like, fuck you, ghost. Like, right. I, I just wasn't a... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because they set it up where I guess, like, when she... Was looking for him in the closet. She had thrown those like heavy, um, like some sort of beam, uh, yeah, things against the door, which I guess would which, have locked him in. And then yes. somehow he then fell. But he had the mask on. Like Simone had Tomas's mask on. Well, was the wait? Hold on. Or was in he... that case was he the one who locked him her in the in the bathroom? Maybe. But he was doing this very heavy breathing thing. So it was meant to be believed that it was not the son. It was Who unclear. Knows? Yeah. Mm, I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna actually hope that it was the actual son mm-hmm. who locked her in the bathroom in like a playful way, and like that way he can like actually explore and hide. Mm. Because that way it makes the character of Tomas not like a dick, tricky and a dick. Yeah. Um, but also <laughs> they make a point to be like nobody else at the party saw a kid in a sack mask. Mm. It's unclear. I don't think it's super important, but. No, if you believe one it. thing, then it makes the character who's supposed to be sympathetic, Tomas, less sympathetic. <laughs> I know he's a kid, but, uh, you know. But when you say, like, the point of the movie is, like, sometimes you gotta, like, believe in shit, you know? <laughs> the last line in the movie was her looking straight into the camera and saying, in English for some reason, sometimes you gotta believe in shit. So that's true, Kira. <laughs> that covered in her ghost children. Sometimes. Sometimes you gotta believe in shit. And then she went... <laughs> Uh, what are you gonna do? Shrug. Oh my god. I will say at the party when she's running around, she's looking for Simone, she's going through, she's lifting people's masks, yep. and then she looks like nothing mask. like her yeah. children. She, it was like a girl, a yep. short girl with long red a grown hair. I didn't he's wearing a dress, which you know, whatever, but like you, you do not dress your child in that. But like you know your son does not have long red hair. We we can say this for sure. That was bright red hair. Like Where'd you get that wig? <laughs> she tries to like rip it off. <laughs> Oh, God, this lace front is so well done. <laughs> Bravo, girl. It's just cemented on there. Honorable mention uh-huh. to the scarecrow that makes an appearance in the beginning. when Because the first shot is technically of Laura as a, as a flashback, youth. flashback, yeah. Um, playing red light, green light. Right, but it's like a knocking. Is that what you called it, though, as a kid? Red light, green light? Yes. Red light, green light, one, two, three? We didn't say one, two, three. We wow. Could, we couldn't count. <laughs> Still can't. Not since one, the accident. five. But when uh, she finds the drawings that Simone was making of, like, his friends, there's one, like, wearing the scarecrow head. Yeah. That, like, how would he have known? Well, I thought that was supposed to be the sack mask. Oh, that could be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that when you're like, I have an idea. And yeah. Else is like, 
Whoa. This. <laughs> well, oh. Either way, it's spooky. Wow. Well, I guess I'll never speak again. Which brings me to my next point. I like when they shake the camera when things are being stressful. Like when they're in the water screaming. Or like when she's limping to Oh, when it's like handheld a... and it's like... Yeah. yeah. Good time. Uh, I mean, it definitely gets the point across. Yeah. Because really... I'm like feeling bounce around and jostled. <laughs> and really, they're just running through some shallow water. In the shallow... Oh, so yes. She, she is looking for her son. Yes. Breaks her leg. In the water somehow. And it then all happened so fast. The first shot we see, the next shot we see of her, she's in a wheelchair from the injury. Yeah. But she's at the top of the stairs. How? How'd they get up there? I, Why did they do that? Yeah, and I'm sure Carlos, you know, is strong. But, like, that's a lot of stairs. But also, just, if I was in a wheelchair and I lived in a, a multiple-story house, like, from, if I was temporarily in a wheelchair from an injury, mm-hmm. I would just make my bedroom on the ground floor. You'd be like, oh, this couch? This is my bed. Welcome. And you're my servant. And you're bringing me Cheetos for the next few months. Gracias, Carlos. Thanks. Gracias. Handsome. Oh. Um, bonita. Oh, that right. scene, though, when she's in bed and she feels a presence oh, next no. to her. Yeah, no. And then it's not her not husband. Her husband? Right, because she scary. feels something crawl and bend next to her, and she's like, I don't think we can find oh, She's like she's actually having a so breakdown. Oh, we're going to find him. And then she sees a light in the bathroom, and she's like, Carlos, somebody's in the bathroom. But somebody in the bathroom was Carlos, who was in bed with you. It was... A ghost know. child? Yeah, ghost child? Like, creepy. Ask. Yeah. Because they're probably scared. Oh, yeah, I, I think it was, it was probably supposed to be a child trying to get into bed with a... Because they're scared. Yeah. Not like a sexy. But again, you still kidnap my son. Let him fall down a flight of stairs. Right. Because who let him into that secret basement? How would he have had the knob? I think it was implied that he found it somehow. But how would he have found it? Because he was talking about Tomas' little house. But how would he have found the knob? He had, remember she had to get the Right, because there was no doorknob. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, I mean, I guess you could say... Maybe Tomas, maybe the doorknob was on there and she never noticed it. And then he went in there, uh, Simone went in there, and then Tomas took the doorknob and hid it. Because they did like to hide idea. things for hide and seek. For the game, and you find a treasure, and if you get a treasure, you get a wish. These ghosts are very powerful. <laughs> they can move shit, and they can grant wishes? Fuck. Strong babies. Right, what was Tomas, uh, Simone's wish, bitch? Ah. Because he died. Could have had a better wish. So, the next big thing that happens is uh, Benin, Beninia, I think is her name, was a woman who <clears throat> showed up one day at the orphanage early in the movie and was like, hey, you want somebody to take care of your son? And they were like, no. And then in, she finds her in their guest house or something. It's a shed. It's a shed. I think. Guest house. <laughs> yeah, you fancy. I think it's a shed. It's, um, a, it's a nice shed, though. It could be. It's the size of my yeah. house. Trying to open some sort of thing. We don't know. <gasps> right. Mm-hmm. And so they're worried about her. But then after Simone disappears, they see her walking a baby carriage <gasps> in right. the street. Who's there? Who's that baby? Oh, the doll. Oh, it was the doll. Yeah, the right. doll of Tomas. Okay. Because she gets slammed into by a truck and she is fucking dead. Yeah. And she looks horrible. Her jaw is busted open. Which, like, why did Carlos attempt CPR why? if you're Why not? did he do that? He would not have just had to, the jaw. Like, if you get hit by a bus, it's not because you suddenly, the bus gave you a heart attack. <laughs> not because you just, It's because you you're know. bleeding internally and your body is losing blood. It's, He's like giving her the I don't know much, but like mouth to mouth is not going to help her. <laughs> no. When your jaw's like not attached to your on body. On your head yeah. and your brain's bleeding, maybe you just, maybe you should just not. Yeah. 
But that's a good point because I didn't. I guess I didn't think of it that way. When she's Laura follows because Carlos goes to attend to the woman. Laura reaches underneath the truck, and I guess yeah. you're right. She's probably reaching to feel for like a child, right? And then she she's finds yelling. I think she's saying, "Simone, Simone." Oh, it's just a doll with Tomas's mask on it. Which, like, what the fuck is that about? Why was she walking around with it? Seems pretty suspicious. She was. She couldn't let go of her dead child. Because it turns out she worked at the orphanage when Laura was there. Very briefly, mm-hmm. she had the same glasses the whole time. Yeah, Benigna, Benigna. Uh, if you notice in the scene when uh, she's there, when she's speaking with Laura in the beginning, she's wearing like a brooch with a picture of herself back in the day. It happens really quickly. Vain. I know. Well, she's like, I was, cute. I was cute. I was, I was sixteen. Yeah. I don't need to show it off. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Said literally nobody ever. Uh, hashtag those ten year. Uh. <laughs> I'm not. I haven't even done it. No, I'm not doing no it. Way. But God, it's a treat for some people. It's so fun to watch. Um, yeah. I think if, you're, if you were under like 16 and under though in 2009, you shouldn't do it because the more fun is to see like a, a, a young adult grow into like a full adult as opposed to like a 10 year old turn into a 20 year old. Oh right, you no, know, of course, it's like well, you were a child. Yeah, cool. What does that say about your personality though? Very right. cool. I'm yeah. learning a lot about my friends seeing these old pictures of them. I don't even... We, uh, so I'm sorry, so we meet the old lady, uh, she, uh, she claims she's a social worker, and then later they're like, she doesn't exist as a social worker, we find out, yeah, she's working at, she used to work at the orphanage, and Tomas, what was her relationship with Tomas? Was he actually... It was her child. It was her actual child, Mm -hmm. okay. And so... She was so ashamed of him, but still loved him. I mean, I'm sure it was still a fun time, like, what's the deal? It was just, I don't know. Because he had, because he had a deformity, and they put him in the basement, but he liked to draw, I guess. Yeah, they said his face was... Deforms is the word they used. So what happened was Tomas drowned while playing with the children. Right. They played a trick on him. Yes. And I'm going to jump ahead. I just fucked up. What we learn later is that, so what she did was kill the children who were there with him at the beach. Oh. Which reminds me of Friday the 13th. I guess I didn't think of that being the reason. I thought one of them just cracked. But you're right. It was probably... What's her face? Because yeah, well, they explicitly say it was no, but I like I just thought she was just like saying shit. Like I didn't think that oh, was that. Uh, like I didn't realize it was because it was to avenge Tomas. Yes, death. because I thought she was just was like I'm gonna poison these kids and then burn the them. The person who all of a sudden knows everything, who's telling this to her, I don't remember who it was, is like um, <laughs> just shows up. withholding this information in the first place. But they, she was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't the children's fault. They were just children. But then, like, clearly. She blamed them for it. And yeah. again, much like Friday the 13th, she was like, let me enact my revenge yeah, you're on all those who let my child die in the water. Yeah. Who had a facial deformity. <gasps> you're right. And was an aunt in the first, uh, you know, two Friday the 13th, he does wear a sack over his head. Mm. It's mm-hmm. not the hockey mask. Think about it. Wow. That's a very good point. This is like a more positive Friday the 13th, <laughs> especially the ending. It's, very it's much nicer. European. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like, let's kill everybody. So, Laura goes to, you know, like you do, a casual conference on Carl Jung. <laughs> right, you know. You know, and she talks to the guy who's running it, and he's like, let me get you a medium. And that medium is... Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. Who was she? Geraldine Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin's daughter. <gasps> the actress. Who I had seen things I before. I that. Oh, I didn't that know so she sense. spoke Spanish, but apparently she speaks Spanish and French fluently. This is not her only Spanish film either. I assumed she was a native speaker. Yeah. Because I saw her face, I was like, that is Geraldine Tablet's face. And I was like, but no, she she wouldn't be in the Spanish movie. But she was. was. And she was good. 
She was good. That's so funny because there were moments where I was like, she is very. There was something in her eyes that, like, I don't know. It's like there's Charlie something Chaplin cool eyes. about her. Yeah, that's amazing. She was great. I she loved good. that. Her, like, Zach Bagans oh, moment. Oh, the Honey, Ghost Adventures realness? Yeah, I they, was here for mm, They take her to the house and they have a mm-hmm. real Ghost Adventure moment. Turn all the lights. We're filming oh in God. infrared. We're yes. going to put her in a trance. She's going to mm. talk to some children. Oh, my God. That's where it was scary, though, when she opens the doors and she hears the kids' voices and she's like, what are they doing to you? Oh, my God. And then the they zoom out the camera and mm-hmm. you just see that the beds are just empty and, like, there's no one in there. And right. she's just like, oh, that was really well done. And she did a really good job. She was good. Get it, Jodie. Bueno. So Laura, find, Laura learns eventually that, you know, something happened here at the orphanage. So she goes to the place where she saw Benina breaking in, breaking in in their shed and opens up the things she was trying to get into, which were, like... It was, like, a... P- I hate to say, it looked like a pizza oven. <laughs> a very skinny pizza oven with a door on it. I hate to say it, but... Um, Personal brand pizza. And inside Look. of it is a bunch of child bones. Child, child bones. bones. Child bones. Oh, no. Get your child bones here. Well, she was moving it, and she... I guess she thought it was flour, and then she finds, like, a jaw. And then she quickly realized there's like ribs and skulls uh-huh. and clothes and it's it's so-and-so's leg brace and it's Martin's purse and it's this and that and like <laughs> you see her like freak out and back up and she's like wiping covered her face in... and wiping her hair and it's covered it's not flower honey that yes. is like remains <sighs> those are dead kids body so, did they poison them with those berries I assumed that but I feel like I just made that up I thought so too because she was picking them so pointedly but I think she was just using those to make a, a pie well, but because I don't know if it was poison oh, no no no, no. I, I just mean you mean Laura was picking yeah later correct? in the movie right she was picking them I guess to recreate this moment she saw in the uh, millimeter film yeah um, but it, I did uh, Benina poison the children back then yes is my question okay did they I guess it was that? the berries I don't remember, but right? I just <laughs> doesn't like it was, it, that doesn't mean it wasn't true. Anytime she just killed him. Yeah, anytime I see like b- b- fruit given to children, I assume it's poison. I, I, guess, I guess that's what it is. It's like when somebody coughs in a hanger. It's like when somebody coughs. Period in a movie is They're ever dying. just casual. They're dying. <laughs> they do a, a bit about that on um oh hello. That's funny. They're like that's oh, funny. They're always coughing up blood into a hanger <laughs> to show how sick they are. <laughs> you know. That's funny. Amazing. Um, so she decides, Laura decides, the way to get closure, put these spirits to rest, and find hopefully her find her son. It's a lot of like, she's saving time. She's oh, combining errands. <laughs> um, is to play along. Say goodbye to these children. So what she does is she completely lives a fantasy. Oh she my God, puts on Connie. an outfit that one of the workers would have worn to the orphanage. She bakes the most food I've ever seen cooked at one time, and it's for ghosts. Honestly, I need to set my shit she's, up. Seriously, she's trying to play games with them. And, uh, oh, do you want to talk about the knocking game part? Oh, This is um, my favorite part of the movie. Oh, my God. Okay, so, yeah, she's, I forgot what inspired her to do it, but she just starts playing the red light, green light game, essentially against the wall. She turns around, it's just a dark hallway, and right. then, finally, a door opens up, and then she, you know, she turns again, and there's one kid, and then Ugh. she looks, and then she turns again, there's, like, ten more, and then and they're, like, getting closer. Oh, yeah. And one just... Taps her on it's the back. It's great. It was then, really good. Yeah. Because she has uh, a real reaction of like, I'm panicking, but I... But she's I... trying to stay calm because she doesn't want to scare the kids. Did, they yeah. just want to play. Um, it's a fun game. It. I love anything that's like one shot and the camera mm. moves and then moves yes. back and things are different. Yeah. That is extremely effective in scary movies for me. This fun. movie does it well. Um, the Sixth Sense does it really well. That Ooh. one scene where mm-hmm. they're in the kitchen and she, like, you follow her... <gasps> Into the laundry room mm-hmm. and you come back and all the cabinets are open. Oh, and you're like, how do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> Paranormal Activity 3 does it really well also. I didn't get that far. 
But let me know. I won't say anything then. <gasps> but there's one scene with a camera like on a fan that's rotating and uh-huh. like things are like changing in each shot. It's very spooky. Oh, I can't <laughs> we'll get, that's my favorite paranormal activity movie. So yeah, she the children disperse and, and she shot. eventually mm-hmm. gets into the basement. Where she finds her dead son's body. It's Don't very sad. It. I know. It's a it's bummer. So much. It really sucks because it sucks <sighs> knowing that they heard him die. They right. heard and the crash and they were like, ago. what's going on? What's yeah. here? And uh, they could have saved their child and they did not. That sucks. Months ago and he was alone. He was in a basement. He was wearing a, an ugly ass mask. <clears throat> so this ending is sad. <laughs> I will admit I cried. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, or I got a little, I didn't cry, but I got, I got like the, you know, <laughs> Like, <laughs> right. Well, well, go on. Yeah. Explain uh, what, what part of it got you. Just the part. Talk so she takes her child's body up to the room, mm-hmm. the bedroom where all the kids would have slept when the orphanage was open mm-hmm. and just cradles him and then takes a bunch of pills and kills herself. That's a bummer. Oh, you know, I had forgotten that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She kills herself. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Because she's like, I just want to be with my son. Yeah. And it works. She ends up in some sort of afterlife. Yeah. Where it's You're just the children. Yeah. And the moment that made me go, oh, was when she hears all the kids' voices and she hears them go, it's Laura. And yeah. it was like. And they're like, it's, she grew up like Wendy. Wendy. It's, it's very like, Hook. Yeah. Very similar that. to Hook. Mm-hmm. There you are, Peter. Um, <gasps> Stop. And they're like feeling his face. There you are, Peter. So yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a fucking bummer. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I remember her taking the pills, but I didn't make the connection, but. Because technically, the whole trick of the game is you find the treasure and they grant you a wish. So technically, they did their job. She found him and she said, I just want to be with him. And she was, they were like, all right, you got Thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks for those pills you just put in your body. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> and the husband's like, cool. He finds one of the coins that was like one of the clues in the hide and seek game. And he kind of smiles. So it's kind of like knowing that they're at peace. Oh, is that what it was? I yeah. thought it was her uh, St. Anthony necklace. Oh, it might have been that. I think it's some Anthony sort of necklace. metal, some sort of round metal. <laughs> Saint Anthony, we're gonna like, or maybe I'm wrong. Actually, fuck. I don't know. But all the kids are at peace. They get a nice gravestone. It's you know, everybody's happy. And I, I like in this movie that the ghosts are nice. Like the, at the end, they were. Yes, yes. that's what I mean. Um, I'm still the, bitter. Sure, the bad people in the movie are like the humans who did bad stuff to them in real life. Mm, like, mm-hmm. uh, what's her face? Yeah, it's just nice. I like that the husband knows that like they're at peace. He like kind of smiles. Mm-hmm. He brings out, uh, he visits the grave site. Right. It's just nice. It sucks that it's, two people are dead. Yeah, it's but, a rough fucking year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe burn that building down. Mm-hmm. And even when he was like, we should leave here, this isn't good, like, you know, he wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't wrong. Wow. But then that kid's body would have been deteriorating oh in the basement. God. And then someone found it. Oh, God. Well, much like she found those other kids. Cycle continues. That's why I don't want to live in a house that's old. <laughs> that's why you live in a box. Um, <laughs> so I think this movie is kind of um, a, um, a statement on like how we deal with grief. Because you can either like rail against it and blame other people for your loss like mm-hmm. the uh, older lady did and you know kill the kids. Mm-hmm. Or you can try to move on in peace like the husband does and like the wife kind of does but she does kill herself. So don't do that. <laughs> don't and eh, don't do don't that. Don't do that. But the 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 general idea is you can either rail against it and hurt others, or like move on the best you can. Just don't kill yourself. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I I see that. Yeah. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I didn't really because there's such a emphasis Geraldine Chapman's character saying like you have to really believe it and you have to just kind of give into it and I think I mean 
maybe there's something deep there. And it, it could also be like if you believe they're at peace, no matter if you find them or not, because he was dead. It just sucked yeah. that they they found him, so they know what happened to him. But either way, whether they find him or not, he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, and he they were essentially treating him like he was dead. Yeah. So I think if you like believe that they are at peace, like Geraldine Chaplin says, that's mm-hmm. you know sometimes all you can do and the best thing to do. Maybe yeah, I don't know. It was just like sad. It was a bummer. It was a bummer. And, but I will say, there was one funny moment <laughs> when Benina's caught in the shed and Laura, like, chases her out. Yeah. She runs away with, like, a shovel or something. And Benina, there's, like, this music that's, like, It's kind of goofy music. Very, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's silly. She's having a good time. She's just a crazy name. It was kind of like, ba ba da Yeah, it was very uh, horn... Horn, horny? Horny. Oh, help me. Full of horns. Brassy. There was the word It was very brassy. Talking out loud about the ghost's <laughs> motivations early in the movie has me a little confused. Yeah. And we might be misreading it or might have missed something, but that's kind of shitty. And I know they're kids, but, like, not great. Well, obviously their track record. Obviously they're shitty at playing, as, we're le- as we learned. <laughs> Another kid drowned. One kid fell yeah. off the stairs. Maybe change up your game, kids. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, play solitaire. Yeah, Less seriously. physical. Play a game you can sit down and play. Uh, something you could play in a car if you need to. Maybe that's what I think the lesson is. Just... Don't, sit down. Just sit. <laughs> just take a seat. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll think about it more. But if anyone else has any ideas, please yeah. feel free to send it our way. But I like what you're saying. Interesting thoughts. It was just a wacky roller coaster ride. So that was the orphanage. <laughs> and was it? Um, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. This has been Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. You mm-hmm. can follow us at Halloweeners Pod. You can follow me at, uh, on Instagram at Hey Kira Hey. You can follow me at. Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox at CodyMonster91, and check out Next Best Picture. I'm writing all tons of articles and being on tons of podcasts because it's Oscar season. We listen to this, the nomination should be out. That's very exciting. Wow, wow. Oh, wow. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Wow, wow. Um, Watermelon, watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) We're clearly done. Lots of ensemble, middle school theater. Oh, wow. Um, you, uh, for, uh, d- 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 thank you to uh, um, Apre Pompey for the lovely music. Follow him. Follow um, him. And uh, Leah Patterson at A Tender Witch. Follow her for the beautiful artwork that she provided us. You know. Stay out of the ocean, stay off the stairs. And, uh, you know, yeah. And maybe just don't wear sack masks. Unless you look good in them. Mm, put a little glitter on it. Ooh. A little contour. Why? Why? <laughs>